Oh hey, welcome back to the podcast Solely You. This is your host and today we are going to talk about Stephanie Joanne Angelina Jamanotha, professionally known as Lady Gaga, is an American singer, songwriter and actress. She is known for her strong vocal talents, her musical versatility and her vision that show up in her music videos. She was born into an Italian-American family on March 28, 1986 in New York City. Her parents are Cynthia Louise and Joseph Germanotta and she has a younger sister named Natalie. Gaga began to learn playing the piano at the age of 4 and practiced it through her childhood. The lessons taught her to create music by ear. Her parents encouraged her to pursue music. From the age of 11, she attended the Convent of the Sacred Heart. It was a private all-girls Roman Catholic school. She considered herself a misfit there and was mocked for being either too provocative or too eccentric. Gaga began performing as a teenager, singing at open mic nights and acting in school plays. She also studied method acting. at the Lee Strasberg Theater and Film Institute for 10 years. In 2003, Gaga gained early admission to Collaborative Arts Project 21 at the age of 17. It was a music school at New York University where she improved her songwriting skills by writing essays on art, religion, social issues, and politics, including a thesis on pop artists Spencer Tunick and Damien Hirst. In 2005 she withdrew from school to focus on her music career. She later said about her inclination towards music, I don't know exactly where my affinity for music comes from, but it is the thing that comes easiest to me. When I was like 3 years old, I may have been even younger. My mom always tells this really embarrassing story of me propping myself up and playing the keys like this because i was too young and too short to get all the way up there just go like this on the low end of the piano i was really really good at piano so my first instincts were to work so hard at practicing piano and i might not have been a natural dancer but i am a natural musician that is the thing that i believe i am the greatest at in 2005 Gaga recorded two songs with hip hop artist Mel Mel for an audiobook accompanying Cricket Casey's children's novel The Portal in the Park. She also formed a band called SG Band with some friends from New York University. They played gigs around the New York and became a fixture of the downtown Lower East Side club scene. After Wendy Starland's recommendation, music producer Rob Fusseri collaborated with Gaga. She helped her to develop songs and compose new material. He claims to be the first person to call her Lady Gaga. They established a company called Team Love Child LLC to promote her career. They recorded and produced electropop tracks, sending them to music industry executives. The head of artists and repertoire at Def Jam Recordings responded positively. Gaga was signed to Def Jam in September 2006 but was dropped from the label 3 months later. Gaga began performing at New Burlesque shows 
During this time, she made performance artist Lady Starlight, who helped mold her on-stage persona. Their live performance, the ultimate pop burlesque rock show, was a tribute to 1970s variety acts. They performed at the 2007 Lollapalooza Music Festival. All this while, Fusari continued to develop the songs he had created with her. In November 2007, Herbert signed Gaga to his label Streamline Records, an imprint of Interscope Records. She also struck a music publishing deal with Sony ATV. She was hired to write songs for Britney Spears, New Kids on the Block, Fergie, and Pussycat Dolls. Meanwhile, musician Akon was impressed with her singing abilities. He formed a joint deal by having Gaga also sign with his own label, Con Live. Despite securing a record deal, she said that some radio stations found her music too racy, dance-oriented, and underground for the mainstream market. To which she replied, "My name is Lady Gaga. I have been on the music scene for years, and I am telling you, this is what's next." In 2008, Gaga had relocated to Los Angeles to work extensively with her record label to complete her debut album, The Fame. She also wanted to set up her own creative team called the House of Gaga. The Fame was released on August 19, 2008. It reached number one in Austria, Canada, Germany, Ireland, Switzerland, and the UK, as well as the top five in Australia and the US. Its second single, Poker Face, was the world's best-selling single of 2009, with a 9.8 million copies sold that year. It spent a record 83 weeks on Billboard magazine's digital songs chart. At the 52nd annual Grammy Awards, The Fame and The Poker Face won Best Dance Electronica Album and Best Dance Recording, respectively. From March to September of 2009, she was on her Fame Ball tour. While on tour, she wrote eight songs for her next album, The Fame Monster. Those new songs were also released as a standalone extended play on November 18, 2009. Its first single, Bad Romance, is my personal favorite from this album. It was released one month earlier. It went number one in Canada and the UK, and number two in the US, Australia, and New Zealand. Telephone with Beyonce followed as the second single from the extended play. It became Gaga's fourth UK number one. The video for Bad Romance became the most watched on YouTube in April 2010. That October, Gaga became the first person with more than one billion combined views. At the 2010 MTV Video Music Awards, she won eight awards from 13 nominations. including video of the year for bad romance she was the most nominated artist for a single year and the first woman to receive two nominations for video of the year at the same ceremony the fame monster won the grammy award for the best pop vocal album and bad romance won best female pop vocal performance and best short form music video at the 53rd annual grammy awards Gaga was on the UK singles chart for a record of 150 weeks. She became the most downloaded female act in a year in the US with 11.1 million downloads sold. It earned her an entry in the Guinness Book of World Records. The Fame and the Fame Monster together 
have sold more than 15 million copies. The latter was 2010's second best-selling album. This success allowed Gaga to start her second worldwide concert tour, the Monster Ball Tour. It ran from November 2009 to May 2011. She also released the remix, her final record with Cherry Tree Records, and it was among the best-selling remix albums of all time. Gaga also performed songs from her albums at the 2009 Royal Variety Performance, the 52nd Annual Grammy Awards, and the 2010 Brit Awards. During this time, Gaga ventured into business. She collaborated with consumer electronics company Monster Cable Products to create in-ear jewel-encrusted headphones called Heartbeats by Lady Gaga. She also partnered with Polaroid in January 2010 as their creative director and announced a suit of photo capture products called Grey Label. In February 2011, Gaga released Born This Way. It was the lead single from her studio album of the same name. The song sold more than 1 million copies within 5 days. It earned her the Guinness World Record for the fastest selling single on iTunes. It debuted atop the Billboard Hot 100, becoming the thousand number one single in the history of the charts. Born This Way was released on May 23, 2011. It debuted atop the Billboard 200 with first week sales of 1.1 million copies. The album sold 8 million copies worldwide. It received three Grammy nominations, including Gaga's third consecutive nomination for Album of the Year. Rolling Stone listed it among the 500 greatest albums of all time in 2020. She embarked on the Born This Way Ball Tour in April 2012, but ended one month earlier due to a labral tear in her right hip that required surgery. In 2011, Gaga worked with Tony Bennett on a jazz version of The Lady is a Tramp with Elton John on Hello Hello for the animated feature film Nomeo and Juliet and with The Lonely Island and Justin Timberlake on three-way The Golden Rule. She also performed a concert at the Sydney Town Hall in Australia that year to promote Born This Way and to celebrate former US President Bill Clinton's 65th birthday. In November, she was featured in a Thanksgiving television special titled A Very Gaga Thanksgiving. There, she released her fourth extended play, A Very Gaga Holiday. In 2012, she guest-starred as an animated version of herself. It was in an episode of The Simpsons called Lisa Goes Gaga. She released her first fragrance, Lady Gaga Fame, followed by a second one, Audi Gaga, in 2014. Gaga began work on her third studio album, Art Pop, in early 2012. The album's lead single, Applause, released in August 2013. It reached number one in Hungary, number four in the US, and number five in the UK. The album itself was released on November 6, 2013, to mixed reviews. The album debuted atop the Billboard 200 chart and sold more than 2.5 million copies worldwide as of July 2014. However, Helen Brown in the Daily Telegraph criticized Gaga for making another album about her fame and doubted her record's originality, but found it great for dancing. Gaga hosted an episode of Saturday Night Live in November 2013. She was featured for her second Thanksgiving Day television special on ABC, Lady Gaga and the Muppets Holiday Spectacular. She performed a special rendition of Do What You Want 
with Christina Aguilera on the fifth season of the American reality talent show The Voice. In March 2014, Gaga had a seven-day concert residency commemorating the last performance at New York's Roseland Ballroom before its closure. Two months later, she went on the Art Rave, the Art Pop Ball Tour. The tour included cities cancelled from the Born This Way Ball Tour itinerary. Gaga briefly appeared in the Rodriguez Sun City, a dame to kill for, and was confirmed as Versace's spring-summer 2014 ambassador with a campaign called Lady Gaga for Versace. In September 2014, Gaga released a collaborative jazz album with Tony Bennett titled Cheek to Cheek. The inspiration behind the album came from her friendship with Bennett and fascination with jazz music since her childhood. The Guardian's Carolyn Sullivan praised Gaga's vocals. Howard Rake of the Chicago Tribune wrote that Cheek to Cheek serve up the real thing, start to finish. The record was Gaga's third consecutive number one album on the Billboard 200. It won a Grammy Award for the Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album. The duo went on the Cheek to Cheek tour from December 2014 to August 2015. After the mixed response to Art Pop, Gaga began to reinvent her image and style. According to Billboard, this shift started with the release of Cheek to Cheek and the attention she received for her performance at the 87th Academy Awards. There she sang a medley of songs from The Sound of Music in a tribute to Julie Andrews. It is considered one of her best performances by Billboard. She and Diane Warren co-wrote the song Till It Happens to You for the documentary The Hunting Ground. It earned them the Satellite Award for Best Original Song and an Academy Award nomination in the same category. Gaga won Billboard Woman of the Year and Contemporary Icon Award at the 2015 Annual Songwriters Hall of Fame Awards. Initially, Gaga wanted to be an actress. She achieved her goal when she was starred in American Horror Story Hotel. It was the fifth season of the television anthology horror series, running from October 15 to January 2016. Gaga played a hotel owner named Elizabeth. At the 73rd Golden Globe Award, Gaga received the Best Actress in a Miniseries or Television Film Award for her work on the season. She appeared in Nick Knight's 2015 fashion film for Tom Ford 2016 Spring Campaign. She was also the guest editor for V Fashion Magazine's 99th issue in January 2016. It features 16 different covers. She received Editor of the Year Award at the Fashion Los Angeles Awards. In February 2016, Gaga sang the US National Anthem at Super Bowl 50. She partnered with Intel and Nile Rogers for a tribute performance to the late David Bowie at the 58th Annual Grammy Awards. At the 88th Academy Awards, she was introduced by Joe Biden. She sang Till It Happens to You on stage, accompanied by 50 people who had support from sexual assault. In April, she was honored with the Artist Award at the Jane Ortner Education Awards by the Grammy Museum. It recognizes artists who have demonstrated passion and dedication to education through arts. Gaga was again starred in American Horror Story, Ronak. It was the sixth season of the series where she played a witch named Skaha. Her role in this show influenced her future music. It prompted her to feature the art of darkness. In September 2016, she released her fifth album's lead single, Perfect Illusion.
the album titled Joanne released on October 21, 2016. It was named after Gaga's late aunt. She was an inspiration for this album. It became Gaga's fourth number one album on the Billboard 200, making her the first woman to reach the U.S. chart summit four times in the 2010s. She later released a piano version of the album's title track in 2018. It won a Grammy for a Best Pop Solo Performance. To promote the album, Gaga went on a three-day dive bar tour. Gaga performed during the Super Bowl Eli halftime show on February 5, 2017. Her performance featured a group of hundreds of lighted drones forming various shapes in the sky above Houston's NRG Stadium. This was the first time robotic aircraft appeared in a Super Bowl program. The performance caused a surge of 410,000 downloads in the United States for Gaga. It also earned her an Emmy nomination in the Outstanding Special Class Program category. CBS Sports included her performance as the second best in the history of Super Bowl halftime shows. In April, she performed at the Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival. She also released a standalone single, The Cure. In August, Gaga began the Joanne World Tour. Gaga's creation of Joanne and the preparation for her halftime show performance were featured in the documentary Gaga 5 Feet 2. It premiered on Netflix that September. The film revealed that she was suffering from fibromyalgia. The condition made her cancel the last 10 shows of Joanne World Tour. In March 2018, Gaga released a cover for Elton John's Your Song for his tribute album Revamp. Later that year, she starred in Bradley Cooper's musical romantic drama A Star Is Born, a remake of the 1937 film for the same name. Cooper approached Gaga after seeing her perform at the Cancer Research Fundraiser. She agreed to the project due to its portrayal of addiction and depression. A Star Is Born premiered at the 2018 Venice Film Festival. and was released worldwide that October. Gaga's performance was acclaimed by film critics. Peter Bradshaw of The Guardian labeled the film outrageously watchable and stated that Gaga's ability to be part ordinary person past extraterrestrial celebrity empress functions at the highest level. Gaga won the National Boards of Review and Critics' Choice Awards for the Best Actress for this role. In addition, she received nominations for the Academy Awards, Golden Globe Awards, Screen Actors Guild Awards, and BAFTA Awards for the Best Actress. Gaga and Cooper co-wrote and produced most of the songs on the soundtrack for A Star Is Born. The soundtrack contains 34 tracks, including 17 original songs. She insisted they perform the songs live in the film. Its lead single Shallow performed by the two was released on September 27, 2018. The song topped the charts in various countries including Australia, UK and US. Mark Kennedy of the Washington Post called it a five-star marvel and Ben Beaumont Thomas of the Guardian termed it an instant classic full of Gaga's emotional might. The soundtrack debuted at number 1 in the US, making Gaga the first woman with 5 US number 1 albums in the 2010s. As of June 2019, the soundtrack had sold over 6 million copies worldwide. The album won Gaga 4 Grammy Awards, Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media and Best Pop Duo Group Performance, Best Song Written for Visual Media for Shallow as well as for I'll Never Love Again. and a BAFT award for the best film music. Shallow also won her the Academy Award, Golden Globe Award, 
and Critics' Choice Award for Best Original Song. Gaga signed a concert residency named Lady Gaga Enigma plus Jazz and Piano to perform at MGM Park Theatre in Las Vegas. Gaga launched her vegan makeup line Horse Laboratories in September 2019 exclusively on Amazon. It consisted of 40 products including liquid eyeliners, lip glosses and face mask sticker. It reached number one on Amazon's list of best-selling lipsticks. Gaga's sixth studio album, Chromatica, was released on May 29, 2020. It topped the US charts, becoming her sixth consecutive number one album in the country. It also reached the top spot in more than a dozen other territories, including Australia, Canada, France, Italy, and the UK. Its single, Rain On Me with Ariana Grande, released on May 22, 2020. It won the Best Pop Duo or Group Performance at the 63rd Annual Grammy. It debuted at number one in the US, making Gaga the third person to top the country's chart in the 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. Gaga won five awards at the 2020 MTV Video Music Awards. It included the inaugural Tricon Award, recognizing artists accomplished in different areas of the entertainment industry. September 2020, she appeared in the video campaign of Valentino's Voke Viva fragrance. She sang a stripped-down version of Chromatica track, signed from above, along with a group of models. On January 20, 2021, during an inauguration of Joe Biden as the 46th President of the United States, Gaga sang the U.S. National Anthem. In April 2021, Gaga teamed up with champion brand Dom Perignon. She appeared in an ad shoot by Nick Knight. On September 3, she released her third remix album, Dawn of Chromatica. This was followed by her second collaborative album with Tony Bennett, titled Love for Sale, on September 30. They presented a pair of shows at Radio City Music Hall on August 3 and August 5. It was called One Last Time, an evening with Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Another performance by the duo was recorded for the MTV Unplugged. It was released on December 16, 2021. At the 64th Annual Grammy Awards, Love for Cell won Gaga and Bennett the award for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album. Gaga made an appearance in the television special Friends The Reunion. There she sang Smelly Cat with Lisa Kudrow. She portrayed Patricia Reggiani in Ridley Scott's biographical crime film titled House of Gucci. The film was released on November 24, 2021. Critics praised her performance as Note Perfect. She earned the New York Film Critics Circle Award and nominations for the BAFT Award, Critics' Choice Award, Golden Globe Awards and Screen Actors Guild Award for Best Actress. Clearly, the list of her amazing work and achievements are never-ending. But let's talk about how Lady Gaga came into my life and how she influenced me and still influences me so much. I believe the first song I ever heard of Lady Gaga was Poker Face, following by Paparazzi. But the first music video of hers that I watched was Bad Romance. I remember it having such a huge impact on me. Like from the sets, the visuals, the choreography, everything was beyond stunning. Till date, if I have to listen to that particular song, I go to YouTube because I don't want to miss the chance of watching the music video and get wowed one more time. 
Her appearance for various events were always so stunning and impactful, be it showing up on the red carpet in a meat dress or arriving in an egg. I have heard her stage shows are equally stunning. However, I never watched any of her taped stage performances till date because somewhere in my heart I still hope to see her live. But I have watched her films. I first watched House of Gucci followed by A Star is Born. When I watched the trailer of House of Gucci, I expected something very extraordinary, something that visually screams Lady Gaga like her music videos, if you know what I mean. And I was not disappointed at all. The film was pretty amazing itself, but above all, I loved her performance. She did justice to her role of Patrizia Rijuani, and it will be remembered for years to come. I watched A Star Is Born actually few weeks back for the very first time. I remember Stephanie Zakarek of Time magazine highlighted her knockout performance in this film and found her to be quite charismatic without her usual makeup, wigs or costumes. And this is something I agree to wholeheartedly. This movie was amazing. The music was surely to die for, but somehow, somehow her appearance spoke loads to me. and i personally feel the way she used to present herself changed a lot after this movie she has always taken a stand for what she truly believes in one of them is surely the lgbtqia plus rights but i have already talked about her active participation as well as born this way foundation in detail in the past episode so i don't want to repeat myself however if you are interested i will add the link to that particular episode in the descriptions Other than that Gaga has rose to occasion many a times. She donated the proceeds of her January 2010 Radio City Music Hall concert to the Haiti Earthquake Relief Funds. All profits from her online store that day were also donated. After the 2011 Tohoku earthquake and tsunami in Japan, Gaga tweeted a link to Japan prayer bracelets. All revenue from it was donated to relief efforts. Gaga joined the campaign group Artists Against Fracking in 2012. She also contributes in the fight against HIV and AIDS, focusing on educating young women about the risks of the disease. In collaboration with Cindy Lauper, Lady Gaga launched a line of lipsticks with MAC Cosmetics. It was under their supplementary cosmetics line Viva Glam. Sales raised more than 202 million dollars to fight HIV and AIDS. In April 2016, Gaga joined Vice President Joe Biden at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, to support Biden its Honors Campaign. The campaign has 250,000 students from more than 530 colleges sign a pledge of solidarity and activism. Two months later, Gaga attended the 84th annual U.S. Conference of Mayors in Indianapolis. There she met the Dalai Lama to talk about the power of kindness and how to make the world a more compassionate place. Gaga supported the March of Our Lives gun control rally in Washington DC in March 2018. In April 2020, she curated the televised benefit concert One World Together at Home. It was a collaboration with Global Citizen to benefit the World Health Organization's COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund. They raised over one hundred and twenty-seven million dollars in recognition for her contribution to the Black Lives Matter movement. Gaga received the Yolanda Denitz King High Ground Award from the King Center's Beloved Community Awards in January two thousand and twenty-one. You know, I have this really vivid memory of Jean-Paul Gaultier interviewing Lady Gaga in an all-white, stunning studio. 
he is wearing this striped knit top with statement shoulders she is dressed in an all black gown and has this beautiful beautiful red nails i watched that interview when i was still a teenager but one of her statements from that interview stayed with me and literally rings in my ears till date she said i just know this is what i had to say this is my vision and i can't dishonor my vision because if i start to dishonor my vision my vision is going to dishonor me and the worst thing that can happen is when your creativity calls you and says don't expect any more calls and i live by this statement i hope you enjoyed this episode i also hope you enjoyed all the episode of the podcast so far do let me know by sharing your review with me if you want sneak peek of upcoming episodes or want to get in touch head over to our instagram account @soulleyu and until next time take care and lots of love